welcome back to the Sink Tank, everybody. For you listeners at home, it has been one week. For us, it has been one hour as we went out and got some really good Popeyes. Yeah, it's been. We got some. What did you just say? What? It's been one week since you looked at me. Got your insides that I'm angry. Five days in the living room. I realized it was my fault, but couldn't tell you. It's too late for giving me a little story. Two days to Wilson, we're sorry. Because you are a piece of me. The opening segment of the Sing Tank is the segment where we all reference things that you are unfamiliar with, listener. I hope you enjoy it. One week by bare naked ladies. Yeah. Listen to it; it's pretty good. <laughs> My name is Clay, and I'm here to tell all the kids at home to eat your veggies, lie to cops, and do a third thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> get really excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Holly, and I'm here to say Popeyes is good. A cab. A cab, indeed. Yeah, yeah. I had, I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> No, no, it's always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popeyes is good. All cops are good. A-pag. All Popeyes is good. A-pig. 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 All Popeyes is good. Um, hi, my name is Jay and I'm AFAB, assigned uh, fettuccine Alfredo at birth. That's A-fabe. Oh, God, no, there's a assigned... No, Wait, that's assigned fab assigned fettuccine at birth. Yeah, assigned fettuccine. At birth. Assigned fettuccine at birth. Yeah, and I'm Vince, and it's okay that you haven't picked up my calls. <laughs> we swear. What? That sounded so ominous. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who you were talking to. Yes. Oh no, I was gonna We're, say I'm sorry I haven't picked up your calls. I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say were, were you possessed by the ghost of Spamton? <laughs> Maybe Or Mike? I became Were you possessed by the ghost of Mike, the person who keeps calling Spamton? This is now the third oh consecutive episode in which we have discussed Spamton. He is now officially the mascot of the sink tank. Oh, oh no, we, we need gotta to tell Toby. We need to nail Spamton to the wall. The Spamton to not Spamton ratio of the sink tank is three to one. We dangerously spamton. We are 75% Spamton. We love Spamton here. Dangerously spammy podcast. A, d- a disgustingly spammy podcast. <laughs> We're infecting your ears with viruses. We we all want to be big shots. Chance. And yeah. the way to be a big shot, um, I didn't really have a good transition into the predetermined intro to the podcast. We are an eternal council of four that is gathered for one clear and obvious purpose, and that is to watch random movies on mute. While listening to random albums, and today, today we are listening and watching to two things that are very clear, very clear, very dear to my heart, and that is Wally and Porter Robinson's worlds. This is going to be a beautiful experience. This is, this is going it's, to be delightful. This is going to be something. It's going to make something. We're, I still don't know quite what we're going to call it. It will manufacture we'll, an emotion. We'll come up with a name before we publish this. Mark our words. We'll have to. Yeah. Yeah. We have to give it an episode title. We're going to give the... Uh, this is going to be like the Always Sunny in Philadelphia title card that's like, they did not come up with a name. <laughs> the game oh, doesn't make oh, it. Oh, I got it. Oh. Huh? Port R. 
Port R. Oh! <laughs> oh my god, the peaking. That's probably it. Port R. Porter. The peaking, look. Oh my god. Wait, hold on. I want to that see. was the memorial. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, there it goes again. <laughs> uh, last time around, um, we talked for like 20 minutes before we started. But this time around, we all have Popeyes in front of us. Mm-hmm. And, and we're all hungry. We're all hungry, and we all want to watch Portar, Wally, Worlds, whatever. We're hungry for Wally. So let's Wall-E. just jump into it. Before we jump into it, when was the last time you guys have seen Wally? It's been a Lord, long time. It's been a like long time. Three months ago. I only nice. Yeah, hella. I watch Wally every so often. It's That's a good fair. movie. It's a good movie, and it's on Disney Plus, and I mooch off of my family's Disney Plus. As you should. Me too. Yeah, me don't too. Pay for that. No. Me I, too. Like, I got Disney... My I convinced my mom to get Disney Plus temporarily because the Hamilton musical movie was going to premiere on there. Yeah. We were originally going to cancel it after we watched it, but then we just kept it because she wanted to watch Hamilton over and over again. And there's good things on Disney Plus, because Disney... Owns all of media. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Tragically, my whole family are all slaves to the rat in multiple different forms. The errant warrior king, Nicholas J. Mouth. But, um. My- <laughs> but we all, um. My, my, my mommy got Disney Plus before I could tell her not to. My dad's a big Disney World guy. And We're big Disney World guys. So we go to Disney World every couple of years when we can afford to. Disney World enjoyers. And yeah, I mean, it's fun. Going to Disney fun. World is fun. It's not like as religious of an experience as it was when I was a child. Oh, mm-hmm. no. And going to Disney World felt like going to an alternate dimension where all of your dreams come true. I still do cry when I go there. Now it feels like going to a fun theme park that I have a lot of very strong memories with. Yes. And Space that's is nice, valid. And that's a nice place. Favorite yeah. ride? Favorite ride, Space Mountain. T- uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. That is definitely up there. I get very You're tilted at the towers. <laughs> We're back. We're back to Snap Cube. Because I get so tilted at the Hollywood Tower. Snap Cube is a Sink Tank favorite. Here at here at the Sink Tank, we love Spamton Sink Tank. Sink Tank. We love Spam. We love ourselves as well. Yeah. We we have a lot of self love. We love Spamton. We love Snap Cube and anything else that starts with an S and makes memes. Yes. Sand. 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 Sand under table. Sand. Sand. <laughs> Sand's underwear. Oh, come on, man. You got sand under my table again. Oh, no. Not again. You guys think about how weird it is Drops that a font bones. joke is in Super Smash Brothers. Yes. Yeah. And then you know? he has a gun. He's a me gunner. Yeah. Yeah. I, he has a gun. He's, he's a font joke with a gun. Anyway, we're gonna watch Wally on yeah. mute and listen to Worlds by Porter Robinson. They let my boy into the smash. <laughs> and it's gonna be great. We will be back shortly <laughs> with an unhinged review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Look forward Following to it. our previous episode that we just recorded, I am a little bit afraid this podcast is driving us all insane. That's is that Only a little bit. Here's the thing. I Only think we're okay. You may cut this out, but I think it's because we're becoming better friends with each other, and we're not like restricted to normal responses anymore. Why yeah. would I cut that out? I don't know. But hey, yes, everybody, we're friends true. in real life. We're oh, friends yeah. in real life. What? No, I thought we were all rivals. <laughs> I thought you all hated each other behind the scenes. Okay, and now we're, we're rivals. 
throw down in Yu-Gi-Oh right now. I uh, what I play Pokemon. I do you, will do, do win. You have, do you, I play. I, I will only play if I can use Uno cards. My I will play. I will beat you all in Tetrio. No, no, no. My Neopets cards are literally in my car right now. Uh, <laughs> I can nice. go out and get them. You can play nice. Neopets with me. Hey, we we have a deck of cards over there. We can play some poker. Is Neo? I, I love poker. I have a poker yeah. set right over there. I like I like five card. I like I like Texas Hold'em. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know nothing. I have uh, Poker Night at the Inventory, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a Steam game where you can play poker against the heavy from Team Fortress Two, Max from um, Sam and Max, and Strong Bad. Um, you are joking. No, it's a real game. On 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 um PS3. Um, I don't remember. It's a poker game yeah. with. Claptrap? Yes, so that's Yo. Poker Night of the Inventory 2. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And Glados yeah, yeah, yeah. is the and dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh. It is so funny. Glados is the dealer and she's fully voiced and makes fun of your playstyle and it's great. Yeah, it's no, beautiful. like every- yeah, that's where that one audio comes from. Is like, oh, what is that dude? Uh, like whoever over there can help. Steve, uh, Steve could win with that hand and all Steve can say is, hey yo, hey yo, shut the fuck <laughs> 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 oh we'll be back shortly, ladies yeah, yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. This was a short intro, but we want to eat Popeyes. We love yes. you. We want to eat Popeyes. We love you. We love you. Thank you, listeners. And welcome back. We're back. Yeah, we we are returning after watching Wally, and this one doesn't deserve a name. We didn't. We didn't watch. We didn't watch Wally synced to Porter Robinson's worlds. We watched Wally while listening to Porter Robinson's world. Yeah, yeah. that's basically what happened. And both of those things were very good. Was yeah, yeah. like they didn't sync. We had but two, we had a good time. We anyway. had two thoroughly enjoyable but very separate experiences at the same time. Yeah, which isn't a bad thing. I don't think we have a list because there weren't. Moments. I wrote some of them. You wrote some of them? Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Okay. Like, there were a few I remember, but most of it didn't really sink. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, Clay described it at one point as eating cheese and grapes, which are two distinctly separate foods that, when both in your mouth, do not melt, despite what Ratatouille would like to tell you. No, 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 no. Ratatouille eats a strawberry. His name is Remy. Ratatouille's monster. Ratatouille's monster. I said in Ratatouille, it's a strawberry. Um, Not Ratatouille ate a strawberry. I know, I know know his name is Remy. Remy. Speaking of something earlier that was mentioned, um, this is I keep it in whatever. I had cannons for Remy being trans because he's one of two rats that are small, and the only and the only other smaller rat is the only confirmed female. There's also uh, Otis and Barnyard being trans because, but also there's that one exchange. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, how's your brother doing? No, how's your sister? I don't have. I I remember your sister from something that happened. Yeah. A few years ago. I don't have a sister. Oh, yeah, that was you, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, no, he's trans. <laughs> this cow is trans. This cow is trans. This is a transgender cow. But, um, anyways, how I would describe this experience is, you know when you're at, like, a restaurant and they have all these TVs around? They're playing all sorts of stuff. Some Most of the times they don't have subtitles on for no reason. Yeah. If you have TVs on mute, why not put the subtitles 
But it's like that, but the restaurant is playing like its own different music. Yeah. Yeah. Just playing. Yeah. That's what it's like. And like, that's not a bad thing. It just didn't really sync well, except for like maybe two moments or something. Any restaurant that plays Porter Robinson's World is a restaurant that I want to go to. Absolutely. I would be crying. This is an emotionally charged album. I'm eating a pizza or something. Sad Machine starts playing over the speakers. I cry instantly. I'm like, give me the deep dish. I'm gonna need it deep to hold all my teeth. (laughs) The waiter waiter comes over to me. Ma'am, are you okay? You're fine. I'm not fine. deep dish, but not as deep as the root of my emotions. (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay. But I'm not okay because I'm listening to Sad Machine while eating a deep dish pizza. That sounds okay to me. Like it's emotionally charged, but eating a deep dish pizza while listening to Sad Machine sounds like a wonderful time. It is, but it will also make me cry because. Welcome to the new reboot of the Sing Tank, four episodes in, where we pair albums with food. Kids Bop. So we're gonna be. I think. What was that Burger King burger? We're gonna be listen. We're gonna be enjoying Big Kids. Wait, no, hold on. I need tangent here for a second. You guys recall the Burger King burger that was black and also had a chemical in it that, when you consumed enough of, would heighten your chance to get nightmares, real nightmares. What the. F- what? No. <laughs> no. No. I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. Not remind me. Well, Nightmare Burger. I'm Googling it. It's great. <laughs> what? It's good. Was it advertised as a Nightmare Burger? Yeah, it was called the Ni- Burger King Nightmare Burger. Why would you? Why would you? Do you guys that? remember the Nickelodeon what? puppet show Mr. Meaty? Yes, yes, I do. Do you guys know about the Transburger episode of Mr. Meaty? What the what episode? There's an episode of Mr. Meaty in which the restaurant develops a burger with estrogen in it that makes you trans. And trans your gender at Burger King. <laughs> you can, and so the main characters eat the trans burger and become trans women. And that's an episode of Mr. Meaty. I... Uh, okay, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. The only episode of Mr. Meaty I remember is the one with the tapeworm. I remember... The tapeworm episode... <laughs> I remember the tapeworm yeah, episode. Remember the tapeworm, you remember the tapeworm I remember episode. the episode where they stuck their hands in a fryer and ate it. That's the one I know. <laughs> That's the one I know. Guys, this show was okay. a trip. Okay. <laughs> We're not talking about that. We're, We're talking, talking about Wally and Porter Robinson's worlds. I would also like to point out, I am the youngest um, here, and a lot of this stuff... I was old enough to witness, but not old enough to really remember. Also, my memory shot. Yeah, um, valid. I am so lost right now. How how old are all of us? I'm 21. I'm 22. 23. I'm turning uh, 20 at the end of the month. Oh, oh, baby! You're, oh, a, you're a teenager. Baby. You're the yeah. you're the baby. You're the baby of the podcast. Yeah, baby, little baby 
And then after after we're gonna after you turn twenty, uh, we're gonna have a perfect chronological age. We're gonna be twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. Oh, not when I turn twenty four in another two months. Oh no! The plans have been ruined. We gotta stunt your age. Show's over. Go home. We have to kill you now. (laughs) We have to kill you in order to preserve the age gap. It's Uh the only way. Quickly, Uh while she's still weak. We've got to replace you on the podcast with somebody younger and hipper. Oh, God. Oh, man, you. Oh, jeez, Rick. <laughs> Morty, you're not appealing to the youth, Morty. If only you had the milk in the Walgreens. No, or the juice, at least. I sent you in there for the juice and you came out with no juice. I'm the milk. This sentence to you guys. Yes, about the Nightmare Burger. (laughs) (laughs) And Burger King is actually claiming, this is from CNBC, Burger King is actually claiming that the Halloween sandwich will induce nightmares, having tested it with 100 people over 10 nights. The study revealed a 3.5 time increase in nightmares. (laughs) God! That's all from That's significant. That's why would you want to eat that? Why would you eat Why would you, eat why would you willingly order the nightmare burger nightmare if you can. knew it was going to give you nightmares? <laughs> why are we talking about this and not Porter? Okay. What position do you have to be in your life to say, I know what decision I'm going to make today. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Burger King, the worst fast food place. I am going to order a bad tasting hamburger, and it's going to give me nightmares. I love how we're supposed to be talking about Port R, but we're not talking about anything. There's nothing in Port R to talk about. That's true. We can talk about Wally on its own, and we can talk about Worlds on its own, but Wally is a there good movie, and, and Worlds is a good album. You guys have some oh, extra takeaways to say about it, though. Go on. Before before we get on to the... We, we transition into the more serious... Okay, so food's paired up with songs, yes. Yes. I think specifically Goodbye to a World is cereal. Like, <laughs> eating a bowl of cereal. No. What's cereal? No. Like, what? Like... Um, the, the, the ones with the cornflakes with the crunchy stuff and the honey bunches of oats. No, it's, it's stank. It's stank. You stank. guys. I thought you said stank. Goodbye. Goodbye to a world is way too sad to be any of those things. Goodbye to a world is Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Well, I was well, the reason, say. my reasoning for, for that is because like, goodbye to a world, like, I don't know, it just seems like oh. something where you're sitting alone in your house, hunched over this bowl of cereal that you just kind of have your spoon sitting in. You're kind of just staring at it every once in a while. You know, you'll you'll take. Oh, a bite. it's depressing cereal. Yeah, it's depressing cereal. It's you're in this You're Sad in this cereal. home. You're in your home alone. You're just sitting there eating your cereal. The world outside is ending. You know this already, but you're not going to go outside and see it because it's been happening. I thought for a while now that so, our podcast tastes like sweet tarts. You think so? I think I like so. Huh. I would agree. I think the yellow ones. Okay. I, I think our I think our podcast is like sweet tarts for your ears. I, I would compare it personally to gummy starbursts, but I don't know. 
The gummy starbursts? I haven't heard those. I don't like the gummy starbursts. I love the gummy starbursts. They got juice in the middle of them, and it kind of, it's kind of <laughs> weird. That's why I like them. They got juice? They got, got juice. juice in them. Oh, I'm eating those. They got juice. It's they cool. Got juice I, in I like, them. I personally like the juice in, in the gummy tarts, but that's, that's just that me. Like that's just me. You're entitled to your opinion. I, it is just, just the texture. That's fine. I like the texture. I like gummy I dislike. I like the normal Starbursts. Normal Starbursts are also good. I love a sweet. I love a sweet tart. I like a Twizzler. Never before the texture of chewing on the bottom of a shoe been so appealing. Wow. Yeah, that's perfectly describe a Twizzler. Yeah. That. Yeah, that's a Twizzler. That's a Twizzler. Nerds ropes are pretty good. Nerds ropes are god tier. I get nerds rope. For Christmas, every Christmas in my stocking. Nice. And so I permanently associate Nerds Ropes with Christmas. Rolos are my favorite candy. I think Nerds Ropes are probably my favorite candy because of the memories. True. Same for Rolos with me. What are you guys looking at? Nothing. We're looking at nobody from Kingdom Hearts 2 that Jay has some opinions on. Spout it off. No. Are we going to keep all this in? Yes. Okay. Th- this is the tangent episode, y'all. This is the tangent episode. What do you need to know about Port R? It doesn't work. Now let's... <laughs> <laughs> now let's analyze how Miku's narrative fits in with the core idea of Wally. Does employ heavy vocaloid. Yes. Which of course a lot of vocaloid a lot of the songs a lot of the songs in Worlds incorporate the vocaloid of Vana. And as you all know, or at least I hope you know, the most famous vocaloid character is Miss Hatsune Miku, digital diva pop star. Even though she's technically not a vocaloid anymore because Miku NT is Pia Pro Studio NT exclusive, but that's a different soapbox. I can make a whole video essay about vocaloid and like how it works and like the various different softwares and other decent things, because I know a lot about that. Regardless. Would you call Miku a diva? Like, I've only seen, I've only ever seen two interpretations of Miku's character, and the first is that she is very sweet, and the second is that she is a cruel god of chaos. Okay, first of all, first of all, Miku doesn't even have a character. The only canonical things about her are her voice, her appearance, and her age. Well, that's it. Everything else is up to you. That's the appeal. I choose cruel god of chaos. That's so valid. There is one fact about her that we know. Is that she has a crush on a guy at a hot dog stand, and we know that from the Toyota commercials. He will right, be the able Toyota to, commercials. He, then he will be able to survive. <laughs> yeah. But in what form? In what shape? We do not know. <laughs> Hatsune Miku has the same consideration for the lives of mortals as we might have for the insects. She did not. And she may enjoy the presence of this young man in the way a child might enjoy their favorite toy. But someday she will grow tired with him, and she will dispose of him in ways that we would imagine as unimaginably cruel, and she would imagine as perfectly mundane. But all I can think about. Oh well, I didn't know that. Was Miku holding this hot dog man over a trash can like Envy? Okay, okay, 
That's exactly what I was thinking of, too. I was thinking of specifically Andy saying, I don't want to play with you anymore, but it's Hatsune Miku. <laughs> I'm going to do my best Miku impression. Uh, we got uh, an edit of that. Oh, no. <laughs> you are not, you are broken. I don't want to play with you anymore. That's a really, that's a good Miku. That's a pretty good Miku. I listen to her a lot. I know her voice. There's somebody I saw on TikTok who's a bitch perfect Miku impersonation in the cosplay. Ooh. Miku real? Like, shout out to the game. (laughs) Thank you, Miss Miku. Thank you, Hatsune Miku. Thank you, Miku. We're talking about Miku Hatsune, the creator of Minecraft and Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Oh my god. Hatsune Miku, will will the gays be spared? No, but they will survive longer. (laughs) 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 Plan for total saturation. Attempting world obliteration and a increasing series of rising protagonists try to put a stop to her villainous scheme. And the entire movie is just two hours of establishing the protagonist's backstory, them committing to the fight against Hatsune Miku, and immediately getting killed. And then we cut to another protagonist. (laughs) And that just happens for two hours, and then Hatsune Miku kills everyone. Nice. (laughs) What an amazing movie. Like, go off, queen, girl boss. Like, the second someone says, I'm going to put a stop to Miku... Miku just shows up behind them and snaps their neck and nice. then leaves. Um, one thing I want to see in a movie is which Borderlands is it? Is it? I think it might be Borderlands, the pre sequel or the pre whatever the fuck it is. School. Yeah, the C prequel, the pre sequel, the sequel think, to the prequel to the C prequel. I think I think it's Bioshock. Okay, the pre sequel, um, where like you get to like the end of the game and like the big boss is like walking down the stairs all intimidatingly. And he fucking trips and breaks his neck. I want oh. a movie with that. Oh, that's good. No, you know what would be hilarious to make? Yeah? I want to make a version of 2001 A Space Odyssey where everything is everything is exactly the same except how except Hal is voiced by Miku instead. Mm. Every time I, I feel like that would actually be fitting, especially considering Hal's death scene in two thousand one is him singing Daisy. Yeah. Which is the first song The first song by a which, synthetic which yeah voice. which not only is the first song sung by a computerized voice, but is also was also the original code name for Rubaloid back when it was being developed at like a Spanish college or something. Daisy. Oh. Hmm. It was originally That's called really Daisy before the name 
Jean Kane. Welcome back to the Vocaloid lore episode. Which everyone. I think is, I, that's also kind of cool that's because the, the, the uh, Ash Nico song with uh, Miku is called Daisy 2.0. Yeah! Whoa! Right! Yeah. Ooh. Wait, hold a minute. Actually, I lost it. No, uh, no, 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 I have my idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not as good. What do you have? I think it's really funny. Who's the main character in uh, 2001 Space Odyssey? It's been like eight years Dave. 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 I want Hal, instead of saying, Dave, you're killing me, I want him to go, Bestie. Bestie, you're killing me. I don't ever want him to say, Dave. I just want him to be like, Good morning, Bestie. And he just like, No, combine your idea with my Miku idea. I'm afraid I can't. I'm afraid I can't do that, fam. <laughs> no, you combine your idea. Sorry, I can't no, do that. No, no, Vince, combine your idea with my idea. Konnichiwa, bestie. I'm just imagining Otto now rushing you. Good morning, besties. <laughs> you can easily overdub Otto from Wally with Hatsune Miku. It's because I'm the Please, I want that. Yeah. Miku is the villain of. Can you say "Give me the plant" in the Miku voice? Give me the plant. Perfect. <laughs> that's it's because that's why I've been thinking of thinking of the stupid. Give me the plant. Give me the plant. The entire time. Give me the plant. Oh yeah, we were really talking about overarching ideas of uh, yeah. Wally. So Wally is pretty clearly a better lord. <laughs> Wally yeah. is pretty clearly an anti-capitalist, anti-consumerist piece of media, whether or not the intent- creators intended for it to be such. It's a better it it's a better adaptation of the Lorax than the Lorax movie was. It definitely is. And I will be honest, we were grinding our axe about the Lorax in the car to Popeyes to get our chicken sandwiches. Yes. Right, yeah. talking about the song Biggering getting cut and what an absolute disgrace it is. And how absolutely oxymoronical... That's not the right word. It is to have yeah, hypocritical to have um, to adapt a book about anti-capitalism and then remove all the teeth from the anti-capitalism. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like here on the po- here on the Sync Tank podcast, we love Spamton. We love Snapcube. We hate capitalism. Absolutely. We're all anti-cap here. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> not ancap. That's different. Not ancap. But anti-cap. anti-cap. Yeah, anti-cap. What's ancap? Uh, anarcho-capitalism. Uh, oh, we're, we're, well, we're, we're definitely not that. We're not ancap. We're anti-cap. No, I don't like that. I don't like that combination of things. No one likes anarcho-capitalists. That's no. like, anarcho-capitalism sounds like if you took, like, half of a very fine wine and then poured half a cup of motor oil into it. <laughs> it was like, I made... I yes, made delicious! I made a martini. Mm, yummy drink! <laughs> this is the wave of the future. And it's like... Pour it down my throat hole. It's like trying to make any nice, nice you know, like, like making a Long Island iced tea, but with Everclear instead? Yeah. I don't know if you've been around Everclear. I have... I have taken whiffs of it before, and then my nose hairs have disintegrated. Oh, because God. that is—it's just straight ethanol. Like, is it real? Ooh, or methanol? What about methanol? I don't know. They um, put meth. Oh, what? No, is it ethanol or methanol? That's a hundred percent alcohol. Ethanol. Ethanol. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, that's what Everclear is. I didn't take chemistry. 
Um, I did, but I don't remember. I remember. I remember nothing. Holly, you carry the hopes of an entire generation upon your back. Oh, jeez, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna be a running joke now. It's official. Capitalism sucks. Yes, there was other things we talked about. So we, I took like before this watch. Like I thought that Wally was a love story movie that had anti-consumerist messaging in it kind of on top of that. But on this watch, I think that the love story is part of the anti-consumerist message and that Wally is a movie about products that were designed to be bought and sold and used in the exchange of goods and services, learning to embrace humanity and humans learning to do the same and kind of there's there's a dichotomy in wally where you can be human or you can be capitalist but you cannot be both mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. so to partake in the system of capitalism to be a part of the empire of by and large in the movie is to inherently be something to make yourself less than human and to rise above that, to do things like love, to do things like stand up and walk, to do things because you enjoy them and not because they are productive. You have to rebel. You, you have, have to, to rebel. You have to, to break. Live. You have to, like Mo did early on in the movie, right. once Wally goes to space, you have to hop, you have to force yourself to hop off the track. Like Mo, Mo hopping off the track so that he can clean after Wally is a joke in the movie, but it is also, like, a character who is good at a thing and enjoys doing a thing and is told that he has to do a thing that he enjoys doing for the benefit of a massive corporation. Within very strict confines. Within very strict confines. And then he decides, no, I want to do the thing because it brings me joy. Mm -hmm. And I am not going to do the thing for the sake of productivity or commerce. And that decision to just enjoy his own life is an inherently rebellious one because the system does not allow for living. It only allows for productivity. Which is why, which is why they put all of the robots who are defective, defective, even though not all of them necessarily are in little containment cells. Yeah. Like Wally. And those bot, those and those two, quote unquote, defective makeup bots, and that one massage bot who keeps wailing I into things. I love them. I love them so much. He's a good boy. I love the massage. All of the robots are good boys. They're all good boys and good girls and good, like good NBs. Good NBs. I I mean, Mo is probably NB. Yeah. Mo is, Mo is not. Mo is a non-binary. Non-binary sovereign. Uh-huh. I, there's something very, there's something very funny to me about the concept of a non-binary robot. <laughs> non-binary already? No, 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 because robots run on binary. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Okay. Oh, it's your theory. Also, I think that theory linked it interestingly when you were like when you were like you can either be capitalist or human. In Wally's case, it's either you can be capitalist or survive because you pointed out that all the other Wallys probably stopped working because they weren't giving proper credence to the environment around them. They were simply doing. 
Yeah. Right. They just kept squishing trash into boxes until they died, and the Wally that we follow throughout the movie decides to build a little house for himself and have a shelter and have a pet to take care of. And because he's doing all of those things, he survives while the others die. Mm-hmm. He also cannibalizes the others, but... He does also cannibalize <laughs> the others. But it's Which people have made theories about yeah, yeah. that that are way too edgy for my taste. Oh, a real Rugrats coma sort <laughs> of uh, oh, yeah. The whole Wally is a cannibal thing. That's a thing on the internet. Like, are people what? talking about, like, Ship of Theseus with Wally? I, I think that's more interesting. That's more interesting. It's more like... Ugh, our Wally killed all the other Wallys for their parts because he's <laughs> no no you, you can see just dead Wallys you around. see dead Wallys around and they are clearly dead for environmental reasons like, people people oh no people Wally are introverts the idea that Wally single handedly killed all of the other Wallys is ludicrous it's right the only robot- which is why it's funny it only exists to make an edgy theory about Wally, but it's it's fucking Wally. Wally is already kind of an edgy movie. Is it's it, already a dystopia. Is it edgy or is it just a good allegory? If it were edgy, there'd be blood and like red and well, black lighting everywhere. It has it dark bits. Energy. It can be poetic edgy. Yeah. Wally. Um, the old. <laughs> The only the only robots I can see p- killing somebody is Otto and the massage bot. Eve. Every time. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Eve's a girl boss. Eve Eve would be more than willing to take a life. Absolutely. Yes. I'm sure she already has. She would be a little shaken up by it, I think. Why, once she, she realized that she killed someone. Would and she know? It wouldn't be for very long. Every single time you guys say massage part, I think you're about to say misogynist. (laughs) There's a there's a scale of willingness to take a life, and on one end of the scale is Wally, completely unwilling to take a life. And then on the other end of the scale is Hatsune Miku. Who takes a life as the first step of her morning routine? I am fucking good again. Next me, next me, next. You're gonna have to grab. You're gonna have to beg a lot more than that, mother. And also, the Striders from Half Life were there. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said Striders. I thought Homestuck for a second. I thought you were going to say Lord of the Rings, and that would have been a lot less disappointing. <laughs> um, another thing pointed out about the movie: we're all Homestuck. Um, no, is that play. no. What are you talking about? You are a homestuck. I'm a homestuck. I'm a very casual homestuck, but I am a homestuck. We're all rehabilitated homestuck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're reformed. I don't know know if I'm quite rehabilitated. I'm into Deltarune. Deltarune Chapter 2 is just if homestuck was good. Deltarune Chapter 2 is just if homestuck was better written. I think we all just took our homestuck energy and redirected them into new things. Because I know my lore understander juice is going solely into Kingdom Hearts right now. In yeah. terms of early 2000s internet phenomena, predominantly made, predominantly? Predominantly made in Flash, notable at least in part for the strange way the characters talk, that starts with a homest. I was more on the Homestar Runner side of things. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
literally smarter than all of them. <laughs> um, the movie. We're talking about a movie. We're, we're talking about a movie. Okay, so 2008. Watching it. Honestly, I recommend just watching Wally by itself. Oh. Just like because most people haven't watched it. It's like, oh yeah, it's a good movie. I haven't watched it in years. Watch it now and look at how much has progressed towards what that world yeah. is like. Yeah, because like looking at some scenes kind of made me a little scared. Yeah, now because like like it's looking at look. Right, like, looking at how Axiom, the city of Axiom on the ship, is just completely covered in ads. If you go outside or even go online for any amount of time, our society on Earth looks like that now. The advertising to children has always, (sighs) in that movie, that little, like, two-second scene. He is, by and large, your very best Yeah, you see a nurse robot, you see a nursery robot and a bunch of toddlers, and the nursery robot is saying, B is for, by and large, your very best friend. And those, like, three seconds have always wildly disturbed me. Um, There's a thunder outside. Oh, no. Um, You dunderhead! Oh, no! Um, But, yeah, like, Looking at, by and large, how it has this monopoly over everything is really reminiscent to me about Amazon. Yeah. Amazon and, um, now that I think about it a little more, Disney. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Amazon isn't really into, isn't in the media monopoly, but like the material things, but yeah. Disney is in the media monopoly. And yeah. if those two came together, uh, that would be, honestly, that would be it. Now, I don't know if you know this. I watched the DVD bonus features of Wally once. By and large, is canonically two mega corporations that merged. Oh, wow, lovely. Oh, boy. By, by and large. Uh, so. Also, like, you pointed this out. Like, there's a scene, like, after Eve arrives on Earth and, Wall- and Wally is like, Look, following her to yeah. see what she's doing, where she's in a supermarket, and there's a banner above the supermarket that says "evacuation sale." Yeah, I never like, noticed evacuation sale before. That's morbid. That's incredibly morbid. I could see that happening right now. Yeah, there's another. I didn't point this out. I didn't point this out. Like, I could imagine Amazon having. An evacuation Prime Day special in the event that we have to evacuate the planet. And it has, like, that Allegria art style. Yeah. Okay, I didn't point this out either, but... Or I didn't point this out while we were watching, but this is another detail that I noticed in the background. When Wally is first going up into space, they pass by the moon. And you can see an old weathered billboard on the moon that says, by and large, mega complex coming soon. Oh, you're kidding me. And so, by and large, when the Axiom first took off, was intending on building a supermarket on the moon and could not complete it because the world ended. Like, uh... (laughs) That, no, no, the the freaking megacorps are planning that already, in real life. That's happening. That's happening. 
Another thing I'd like to point out, I believe it was George Orwell, yeah, the writer of, oh, what is it, 19, 1984. 1984. Okay, I always get the two, the last two numbers mixed up. 1984, um, when asked about the book, it's like, oh, how, how'd you, like, come up with all these ideas, these, these new ideas about things? It's, no, these are things that are happening. I'm just expanding on them. Yeah. This movie, good dystopias will do that. They'll take something, they'll see, this is what's happening. This is where it can go. Because, mm-hmm. like, the Hunger Games did that, too. Because right. Because the, yeah. uh, with celebrities and how they're treated. Yeah. And how media is treated. Mm-hmm. Um, and 1984 did that with how the government was acting and how, like, giving up, uh, like, how people at first were, like, willing to, like, give up some personal control and then the government took that over or how, um, Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. That one did a lot of that too. Control of information. Yeah, so. control of information that There's... everybody just, whatever. Wally does that really well. Yeah. And you can see that from the time it was put out, what the world looked like, to what the world looks like now. It is on that track. Right. Where, like, good critiques of capitalism good do that too. Of like, Wally is a good dystopia and it's a good critique of capitalism. Right. Well, like, it's a, it's a, it's both of those things because of each other. Yeah. Right. Like, Hunger Games is also a good critique of both. Mm-hmm. Same goes for Squid Game, which is the most recent example. Yeah, Squid I haven't Game. seen that one. I haven't seen I've Squid Game seen either. Squid, but I, I binged all of Squid Game in two days. <laughs> Episode six made me cry like a little baby. I had to take a break. Okay, we're back. Uh, we had to cut out for a bit. Is the Audacity recording working? Okay, the Audacity recording is working. Okay, we had to cut out for a bit because it is raining. It's raining. But it's raining, man. It's raining and thundering. But I'm on a laptop and it's good and we didn't lose anything. Yeah, don't worry. You're fine. You didn't so, miss anything? You're still listening. Thank God. It means we did everything right. <laughs> we were talking tangentially about Wally. Yeah. Thank God it means talk to we Nico didn't kill you yet. We were having such a hard we were having such a hard time talking about Wally. Yeah, okay. Um, Notes. Let's go through them. Okay, let's see. Sad machine hits a lull as Wally goes to sleep in the first no. Oh yeah. Okay, hold good. on. Let's talk about um Sad Machine's She Depends on You line oh, being Yeah. So yeah, like honest. that's one of the few moments of actual sync in this mo- in this combination. Uh, also we will wait for this. We will wait for this when we first see Wally uh, traveling the earth, waiting for the axiom to come back. Yeah, it's there's there's some really profound moments for mm-hmm. uh-huh. for it's like glimpses of what a synced Wally would look like. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like if we end up getting Wally again, we'll get a better sync. We thought Port R would work, but it didn't, and I'm kind of disappointed about that. But like. I, did, I still enjoyed myself. It's because know? Worlds is so consistent in tone. Yeah. Wally has an arc, right? Wally starts out at a low, slow point. Yeah. Builds to a high point and then has a very brief falling action. Worlds is always big. Yeah. It's always right. a galactic scale. Right, like that's the problem. Worlds is always big, but Wally isn't. Yeah. Whenever it is big, it works beautifully, yeah. but it's not always big. Yeah. We did notice that when on Earth, the sink was hard to get right, but it got better when he was in space. Yeah. yeah. 
Briefly. Briefly. And then we got to Axiom. And then we're on the ship. We're no longer on the sh- in space. We're on the ship now. And then it fell and then off it fell again. off again. Um, <laughs> when the dice roll first came up with uh, Worlds and Wally, I thought, because I was just thinking about the bits that were in space. Yeah. And so I was thinking, oh, it'll be perfect. But it, yeah. just, it wasn't. Most of the movie is not in space. No. Yeah, like I, we, you forget, like you look back on Wally and remember the space bits and not the critique of capitalism because you're brainwashed by capitalism because we all live in a capitalist society. So you forget. And you are not immune to propaganda. And you are not immune to propaganda. And let's not so forget, forget that most of the movie is Wally not itself was made by a massive corporation. That's yeah, true. Yeah, the true line on Disney Plus, one of the two massive corporations that will inevitably take over the world. Yes. Like one of the two massive corporations that yes. will eventually become the real by and large. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by and large currently, right now. Uh, uh, well, the thing is is also that there a lot of their company operations are segmented into parts, so Yeah. Yeah. Pixar kinda of, kinda of does its own thing. Which yeah. good for them. And Disney occasionally steps in and says you can't do that. Yeah, but I will kill the rat on sight. Yes. No, yeah. The mouse must die. Like, I know you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, but you still hate Michael Mouse. You know what happens when I see him on screen. Yes. You're, I know that what, the, your favorite scene in all of Kingdom Hearts is Mickey getting chokeslammed by an anime villain. And for good reason, it's what he deserves. Zenith chokeslams him so hard that he goes, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the, the Mickey from the new 2D shorts can survive. He's fine. Yeah, no, he's he's the only good Mickey. He's okay. Mickeyless hatred. Okay, hold Mickey, on. but you're three hours early. Oh, oh, you know, I'm just obsessed with you. I'm just a work of talented artists. Yeah. Yes. Like, the people who make the new Mickey Mouse shorts are honestly great. Like, they're the right. only new piece of Mickey Mouse media I've consumed because they're actually funny. Yeah, yeah. they're good. Yeah. They're entertaining. Oh, Flicker as, uh, playing as Wally Falls in Love with Eve, I thought was really funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really cute. Oh, I've written a quote from Clayton down here that says, are Wally and Eve girl boss and male wife? Which, yes, yes, they are. And no further questions, thanks. Yeah. They are, yes. Yeah. Let's see. Like, Eve is absolutely a girl boss. We were my my girlfriend's Steam profile username is girl boss, yes. and she has attempted to get me to change mine to male wife. <laughs> Why haven't you done it? Embarrassment, but I should. You do it! No, you just like, you have to find just like a clay core alternate. Yeah, yeah. Clay wife. No. Clay wife? Clay wife. Man clay. No. Man, man clay no. sounds... Moth boss. No. Like a mob boss. Moth, moth wife. Boss. Moth wife. <laughs> Instead of moth man, it's man moth. <laughs> it's like that one, that's one, that one Tumblr post that's the name's Bond, James, or the, the, the name's Bond's, uh, Joms Bond, and they're... they're Bond's the name, call a Bondulance. Yeah, Paul, call a Bondulance. Yeah, that, the, the, I think I'm having a, a strong... Bond, Bond, Bond call the Bondulance. <laughs> Bond names the James. Bond, yeah, Bond names the James. <laughs> yeah. 
Babes nuns having a strong <laughs> yeah. Colobongulus. <laughs> Colobongulus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what that reminds me of. Colobongulus. Let's see. I forgot about that. Um, lion. Okay, so a lot of these things are like they work for two seconds, so a lot of these, a lot of my nose is what that's saying. Yeah. Um, except for the part where I misspelled sinks as sunks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. The bells uh, always was a song that was good. Yeah. Hear the bells. Um, yeah. Uh, goodbye to a world. The second time it played while uh, Wally was in the defective robot zone. Yeah. It hits, the, it hits that lyrical slowdown where she she starts singing. The, the, don't blame your, I don't know, the, don't, don't blame yourself, yourself. No. no, and if it's true, I will surround you, and give life to a world that's our own. That is the one. There is a laser that is fired out almost at the exact moment as that happens. Yeah. And so there's like, the song suddenly like ramps down at the same time that we're doing uh, bullet time. Yeah, yeah. It's, and the it goes to like a really slow mo part as well as they're watching this uh, laser because uh, it's when Wally takes uh, Eve's arm from one of the uh, testing yes. robots or yes. tester robots rather. This part um, and um, it tries to grab the arm from Wally and then the arm shoots. Uh, and then it goes into a slow mo as they're watching this this laser beam go towards this control panel uh, for the room, and that's when the uh, that's when like the lyrical part of uh, "Goodbye to a World" starts. Yeah, and also the second time that she depends on you, they depend on you comes around again. It's when Eve is reviewing the security footage. Yeah, um, yeah. for her while she was off. And I just think that she depends on you is very much like Wally's internal monologue. Yeah, no. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, that one hit me. This is an emotional album and an emotional movie. They didn't work most of the time, but the moments did work. Did work. Yeah. And like we had a good time. Oh, that, when, hear, when, we when they first to... went to space and Wally was touching the galaxy as little little notes were playing, was magical. It also, was. Wally and Eve dancing in space to Divinity was like that, very. Good. That was lovely. Was it Divinity? Hold on, I'm sure it wasn't. Let's see. Hold on. No, yeah, it was Divinity's second loop. Atsune Yeah, it was Divinity. Atsune Miku. The rift on future media. Atsune Miku. But the question that I'm rushing to ask because the rain is starting to pick up and I don't know how that's going to affect the audio edit. It's so scary. Did this sync up or did this sync down? I... Vets... It sinked down tragically to say, I thought, I was so excited that this would work, but like, it's just, it was like, they did not go to, they were both good separately, but like Clay said, they were both separate experiences that were not melding together. Yeah. Alright, um, I would have to say this sinks down, but not in the way that the pet father sinks down. Yeah. Um... Because the pet father, the beach father, whatever we have dubbed it, um, beach father. That episode is out now, so it's beach father. The beach father, okay. The beach father. That one 
the music matched with the visuals puts you in a weird trance. This one, it doesn't put you in any kind of trance. They just exist separately. Yeah. yeah. They don't meld into something weird. Yeah, they just kind of, you're just listening to good music and watching a good movie. Yeah, right. exactly. Which isn't a bad thing. Which is, I think, why we were so distracted the entire time. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to admit it. We were... Yeah, we out. were extremely distracted, which is why we went on a lot of tangents this episode. We're yeah. also kind of sleep deprived. Yeah, it's 12.30 in the morning. Miku, it's 12.30 in the morning for us. Oh, how Holly? Yeah, my thoughts, yeah, it sinks down, but, like, again, not in the same way as Pet Father did. I was kind of disappointed that it didn't sink down, but, like, that doesn't mean I didn't hate this. Yeah. Sync up, yeah. And I would have to agree, which brings us to a final score of zero out of four. But if we were ranking this, I would rank this above the Pet Father or the Beach Father. Oh, absolutely. It was an enjoyable experience, at the very least. I would recommend watching Wally and listening to Worlds separately. Yes. If you haven't watched that movie or listened to that album, you should do both of those things. Just not at the same time because you will get mostly nothing out of it. They're fine together. Just fine. But better separate. Yeah. Yeah. They're better separate. They don't really... And Wally's sound design with the robots as well. We were just talking about how much we loved it, even though we couldn't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of speaks for something. Yeah. A lot of these movies, it's like, oh, I forgot there was audio. This matches so well. But with these, we were like, I love how Wally's voice sounds. We were just like, dissecting Wally the movie. And we were like, oh, yeah. And Porter Robinson's world is (laughs) also. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, if you were to put the pet father and Joker phone on a spectrum from worst to best sync, Wally would be somewhere in the middle. I think it would be like, like less than middle. Really. Less, less than, than middle. middle. Much, I, I think, think like a three and a half. Out I think a key ranch would be middle. Yeah. A key ranch yeah. would be middle, yes. And then Wally if would Dark be. Dark Side of the Rainbow and a key ranch are middle. Joker phone is at the very end of like the highest. Ooh part of the spectrum yeah. because it was godly. And Portar is between Beach Father and Aki Ranch. Yeah. There's a more important question, though. Yes, what? And that question is, what are we doing next week? Oh my god, what are we doing next week, week, baby? Wait, did you say? Yeah, you did. Okay, no, I'm shocked by this question every time. I'm like, oh my god, what are, like, what, 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 are we, what, what are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? I like, what wacky tangents we go on? Let me pull up the random number generator. Next week. Oh my god. We are watching Star Wars oh The god. Phantom Menace. But what are we sinking Star Wars The Phantom Menace to? Clearly so exciting. Please be inside. <laughs> inside please. It's not inside. <laughs> we will be sinking uh-huh. Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Uh-huh. With Undertale OST. No lyrics next week. No lyrics next week. No lyrics next week. We're gonna have nothing but video game instrumentals. Megalovania. I really, I really, really, really want it to be when Darth Maul's other end of his lightsaber ignites. 
I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How long is the Undertale? How long is the Undertale OST and how long is Phantom Menace? Two hours and ten minutes. And how, what's the Phantom Menace? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Phantom Menace might be shorter. Sorry, I was trossling some bones. We might, we might not get to Megalovania depending on how long Phantom Menace is. Yeah, Megalovania is kind of at the end. Megalovania is right. Star Wars, the, how long do you say Undertale? Two hours and ten minutes. <gasps> Star Wars The Phantom Menace is two hours and 16 minutes. Let's are you serious? We have to get to the credits and that's it. We are doing one loop of Undertale. Oh my god. With Phantom Menace. This is going to be something else. Join us next week, listeners. For the Phantom Tale. The Phantom Tale. I don't know. No, under the Phantom Tale. I, I under, 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 under